Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show, where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. Now, here's why you want to listen. I'm a preacher's daughter who went from wearing hand-me-downs to giving people a hand up in life and in business. As a woman, a wife, a mom, and a glass ceiling smasher, business owner, dream resurrector, and coffee aficionado, I love working with men and women like you, from the boardroom to the classroom. I've met with adversity, met with success, and overcome a few obstacles along the way. I've learned the strangest secrets of how to succeed as one who is a spiritual professional, empowering anyone who wants to fulfill their calling in life. I'm here each week to share the strangest secrets to success with you. So let's get started. And looking at the book of Judges, the fifth chapter, we find a record of Israel's history that spanned about 410 years. And this was the time period between the death of Joshua and the ministry of Samuel. There are 15 leaders talked about in the book of Judges. Some are but a mere mention or a mere footnote. A few are mentioned as having had a very strong influence on the government and on the society. And if you have read the story of Deborah, if you have ever watched a movie about Deborah, if you have done an in-depth study of Deborah, you know that she was one who had a huge impact on the government and on the people of Israel. How many of you want to be more than a footnote in the pages of history? How many of you want to make a mark at your point in time that far exceeds a line or two that says she was here, she lived, she died, she went? You get to write your story. I get to write my story. And God has invited us to be women of great impact in this season. In Deborah's situation, Israel was in a cycle of repeated falling away from the Lord. They would get desperate enough after doing everything their own way that they would eventually cry out for deliverance. And so this had happened again and again and again. And now we're going to enter the story where this happened yet once again, and the people of Israel were crying out. There was a, a very vicious attacker. His, the military leader's name was Sisera. He had 900 chariots, and he greatly perplexed and vexed and exploited the children of Israel. They had endured all they thought they could endure, and there came a time that they cried out to the Lord, for deliverance. In, X, in Judges chapter 4, verse 4, the next two words are very important. In verse 3, we see the children crying out, the children of Israel crying out for deliverance. In verse 4, do you know what the first two words are? Now, Deborah. Repeat that after me. Now, Deborah. Deborah. Say, I'm not too late. I'm not too late. I'm in my season. I'm in my season. I'm right on time. I'm right on time. So one of the lessons from Deborah is to realize, to look around at your surroundings, look around at where you are, look around at what the Lord is saying, and do you understand that you are the answer to someone's cry? That you are invited to be the answer to someone's cry for deliverance? And in the book of Judges, which so beautifully uh, chronicles the life of the, one of the most incredible leaders in the Bible, 
Deborah, the next two words tell us that Deborah was right on time, right in her season. It says, now, Deborah. As women who are attuned to what the Spirit of the Lord is doing, it is very important that we understand the times and the seasons. The next verse tells us at that time she judged Israel. That's another time reference. At that time she judged Israel. What are you doing at this time? Where are you serving? Who are you teaching? Are you raising a family? Are you starting a home-based business? Are you in the marketplace? Are you an intercessor? Are you all of these things? You are right on your post at this time. So once again, say, I'm right on time. I'm right on time. So Deborah knew that she was a prophetess, and she was attuned to hearing the voice of the Lord in her ear. She was a judge over the house of Israel, and she worked out under a tent under the palm trees. And this is where the children of Israel would come in, and she would settle disputes. She would settle arguments. She would help them figure out the troubles that they were facing. And so this is how she was a mother in the house of Israel. She had good wisdom to share. And she had words of peace, and she had solutions. How many of you know as women were great at creating solutions? How many times a day do you have to refigure a schedule, or refigure a menu, or refigure their bank account, or refigure what you're going to do the rest of the day? Because as women, we are great solutions bringers. Juliet and the team have demonstrated that tonight, responding to this overflowing crowd and making a solution come forth. Now, Deborah did something very amazing. Deborah obviously was a woman used to sitting in the counsel of the Lord for what the Lord was saying. How do we know? The scripture tells us she called a military leader named Barak into her office. You're like, when did this happen? A woman? A woman was a judge? A woman was a leader in the house of Israel? A woman called the military leader into her office? And that's exactly what she did. Doesn't look like it gave her any cause for pause at all. And so she calls Barak in and her next words tell us that she was a woman of divine hearing and divine insight. She said, has God not said. This was not the first time Brock heard this instruction, that he was to gather 10,000 tribes and to go out to annihilate the enemy. However, he seems to be quaking in his boots, and when she says, will you go, he says, I will go, but only if you go with me. And Deborah, being one who was willing to mount a horse and ride into battle, said, I will go with you. As women, how many times do you find yourself calling someone, self, someone else up into their calling or their assignment, and they need you to go with them a little while? Maybe it's some of your children, maybe it's some of the students you teach, maybe it's some of your friends, and you find there's a season where you've called them into more, and they're, they're saying, well, if you'll just come with me for a while, if you will just help me get started. And so as women, we have to be sure that we're hearing the Lord so that we know what God has said. And we need to be willing to go when the call is given. Can you see this picture? I took this out of my bedroom and put it up here. And it's a beautiful picture to me. I've had it for years. Of a woman on a horse. And to me, this is Deborah getting ready to ride into battle. And so I figured this gentleman down here, that's Lapidoth, her, her husband. She's saying, bye, honey. I'm going out to the front lines today. And he's probably saying, well, what's in the crock pot? You know, did you put something <laughs> on for dinner? And so she gives him his instructions, and she rides out to the front lines. 
Once Deborah's out on the front lines, do you know that she yet again has to tell Barack when to go into action? She says, I think in verse 14, she goes, Up, it is time, for the Lord has given the enemy unto your hand this day. And so Barak leads the charge. All of the, the enemy is annihilated except for their leader, Sisera. He escapes over to one of Deborah's girlfriend's house, JL, and I can't wait to have a conversation with JL in heaven, <laughs> who promptly lured the man to sleep with some heavy cream. Uh, she knew her stuff, she knew her kitchen, and you know, he asked for water, she gave him some thick cream, he started getting a little drowsy. She put a big blanket on him, and then she just took a tent peg, and that day the girls put up the tents, so she knew how to wield a hammer with a tent peg and drove it right through the enemy's skull. The two women we're talking about, Deborah started it, JL finished it, were God's women on assignment at a very important time in history. Now you may say, well, I doubt that I'll ever ride into battle like that. But did you know you have a battle to face every single day over your own destiny and over the destiny of the people that you love? And what was it that equipped Deborah to be an influencer on this scale? It's because she already knew her destiny. She already knew her God. She already understood she was a prophetess. She already understood what it meant to stand in the counsel of the Lord and get God's direction for a country. And at a time when the country was pale and sick and tired and discouraged, crying out for deliverance, this mother in the house of Israel, this prophetess Deborah, rallied the forces of the entire nation to defeat the enemy. A beautiful song was written about Deborah's accomplishments and how the Lord worked. And there's a phrase that occurs over and over again that says, when the leaders willingly lead, the volunteers willingly work. And you sometimes may wonder, well, how can I step out in my destiny? I don't know who's going with me. I'm not quite sure what to do. And you're waiting. You're waiting for the announcement, or you're waiting to be tapped on the shoulder, or you're waiting to be invited up. And God would say to us tonight, I have already invited you up. You already have everything you need to work with what God's put in your hand and to achieve the destiny that God has called you into. For some of you, you may want to write a book. For some of you, you may want to start a blog. For some of you, you may have a craft that you make that you would like to begin to sell on the Internet. For some of you, you want to teach. Uh, you, if we had time to go around this room, we would be amazed at what God has put within each and every woman in this room that is your shade of your destiny, that someone's crying out for you to step into. The children of Israel cried out for deliverance, and Deborah was the answer to their prayer. Now, had Deborah not taken her destiny seriously, I doubt she would have been written about like she was in the book of Judges. She could have ended up a footnote, right? But instead, she took it, she took God for all he was worth to her. She took every word he had in instruction, and she had courage to act on it when it was time. And when she did, she found God's anointing sufficient, the directions were clear, and the people were set free from bondage. What I want to tell you is, that this should sound like a familiar story. We're in a country who's also full of people who are doing what they think is right themselves. There are people all around you crying out for someone to stand up and lead. 
for someone to be a Deborah that would rise up and hear the voice of the Lord and deliver people from bondage. And when I have these conversations with women, often they say, well, I would love to do that, but I don't know where my voice will be heard, or I'm not even sure I have a voice. Or they say, no one's asked me, no one's invited me. Or they say, well, I can't possibly be a gifted speaker like Diane Bickle or like Tracy Bickle or like somebody Bickle. And uh, <laughs> what the Lord would say is, I gave them that voice and I gave you your voice. So what I would like to do is not belabor the point. What I would like to do is to tell you, I earnestly believe in my heart that this few minutes right here is all about your opportunity to rise up as a Deborah. And as you think about that, I'm going to give you an opportunity to just stand up where you are. And here's how we're going to do this. I have a, an intercession sword here. My girls love to tell their friends that their mama prays with a sword. But you know, there's just a few things that call for a little more aggressive tactic, right? It is my heart's cry that as we go around and see each other in the days to come, that we're going to see that grace of the Holy Spirit and that leadership stepping up because tonight you agree to rise up as a Deborah and to go. So God bless you. So glad you joined us for the Linda Field Show today. We know that you are busy and that your time is important. To help you accomplish more of the things that matter in work and life, Linda has created the Prayer Plan Your Life Productivity System. This valuable system guides you to minimize the noise that threatens your progress and make the highest and best use of your time. Come on over to lindafields.org ppyl to order Prayer Plan Your Life today. Get it done today. Make it matter tomorrow. See you over at lindafields.org slash ppyl.